The Tablet Show, Episode 52, with guest Tim Huckabee. Recorded live Tuesday, September 25th, 2012. From thetabletshow.com, it's The Tablet Show. Conversations about developing software for tablets and other mobile devices with your hosts, Carl Franklin and Richard Campbell. In this episode, Carl and Richard talk to Tim Huckabee about tablets in retail. This episode of The Tablet Show is sponsored by Telerik, offering the best in developer tools and support. Online at telerik.com. And now, here are Carl and Richard. Hey, Denver! Welcome to The Tablet Show! Wow. Did you notice something just then? What's that? I said the right name of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, worst things have happened. Yeah, no. Well, does anybody who's listening to Tablet Show not know about .NET Rocks? Yeah, probably not. I think it's not that big of a deal, but... Yeah, that's our other show. It's the other show. I just think that you can shout .NET Rocks better than the Tablet Show. Yeah, it does sound better. It's .NET Rocks! (laughs) It's got that three-syllable thing happening. It, It ripped out. All right. Well, anyway, we're here with Tim Huckabee, who just did a killer Connect demo <laughs> <laughs> for everybody. This, this doesn't come across the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. We're just going to leave everyone wondering about that one and move along. <laughs> just move along. Just, I can't go on. Um, well, anyway. I, I do want to talk to you about this. You built a tablet app for the Democratic National Convention? Well, not me, of course. Yeah. You, right. don't, you don't build anything. <laughs> right. I've Your got, peeps. Well, I could still build a mean demo. Come on. <laughs> I've seen yeah, your I've, mean demo. I've got, I've got some brilliant people that were. Hey, man, I hand-coded a C-sharp demo tonight. Yes, nice. he did. Yes, he did. So I guess we all have the capability. Yeah. I was expecting a laugh there because I actually cut and pasted from Notepad. <laughs> but I did write it. For the second election in a row, we uh, uh, built software for the conventions. Okay. So um, what did you do the first time? First time we did an application called the – the customer was the Library of Congress. I remember that. Yeah. Um, history of – History at your fingertips. Okay, cool. It was a Microsoft Surface-based app, won a oh, design yeah. award. The old Surface. I saw that. The you big, know where the big you, Surface. This one yeah, had the big the surface. telephone dial, right? Exactly. The, yeah, the, the rotary so cool. telephone and then um, the digital assets we, we engineered. So when you put your finger down to touch one, the assets would orient to the way your finger is pointing. Because yeah. the, the Surface know, was so sensitive, we could tell which angle your yeah, finger was at. you could do that yeah. in what is now called the... The pixel sets. Not mm-hmm. a lot of engineering, too. Just really cool usability, and, and uh, the design was brilliant and perfect. And Yeah, kind of a cool app. Uh, this time, we wrote the uh, voting app for the Democratic side. The Republicans not decided I, not I'm to... I'm sorry, start. I'm a Canadian. So I just, let me, yeah. I just want to ask you a question. Which means you don't count, of course. Yeah, I know. But. <laughs> <laughs> what, what voting actually takes place at one of these things? Isn't that all already figured out? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so tell me how good your app yeah. was. So cutting to the chase, well, Mike, you saw the email, I'm sure, and the, there's an internal Microsoft alias where I wrote, if we screw this one up, <laughs> we're sending the wrong ticket to the election. Right. And uh, yeah, we know it's a foregone conclusion, mm-hmm. and it's a bunch of hoopla and wasted resources and money, but they, they've been doing this for 
God, two or three hundred years, even before we had two political parties. Mm -hmm. Did you know there were Mr. Canadian guy? I did know. Did you know we had more than one, yeah? Once upon two a time. So, uh, and, yeah. And you, and you probably should again, but uh, that's a different conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they also vote on issues that they want to discuss. They don't vote on the issue. Right. They yeah. vote on, here's the issues we'd like to focus on. You know, like, darn those Republicans. We don't like them. Right? And we're going to talk about that. <laughs> so what did yeah. this look like? It was a kiosk, obviously. And was it? No, actually, every delegate got a tablet. Oh, wow. really? What kind well, of tablet? Well, actually, no. Every every entity, like every state, every state. got a yeah. tablet. Because okay. if we gave everybody a tablet, yeah, that'd be a lot of tablets. That would be thousands of tablets. Thousands yeah, of that tablets. didn't happen. Okay. Yeah, um, and then the the leader of the delegation, say of California, mm -hmm. who has like four or five hundred delegate votes, would you know go through all their delegates and everyone would vote their thing, and mm -hmm. you know um, a lot of people didn't vote for the Obama Biden ticket. Believe it or not. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that funny? That is you funny. Know? That is funny. What, <laughs> what alternatives were there? Were, were they voting well, for? you could write in and, you know, Mickey Mouse always gets votes right. in the U.S. Um, you know, if I would have been voting, I would have voted for my dad like I always do. Right. Or a Canadian, you know, like Richard, <laughs> Richard Campbell yeah. for president. You know, yeah, in fact, did. that's a good idea. Uh, Richard and Carl for no, president. No, 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 not me. Yeah. <laughs> You can't be our president. Though, no, can I you, really. Richard? No, I really no. can't. I, if yeah. if nominated, I will not run. If elected, I will not serve. Yeah, <laughs> tough job. But the the um, the thing I think the internology folks are most proud of is the the people actually used it effectively. Nice, because in the prior election, um, you know this this beautiful app that frankly I thought was awesome. These old men who, who are congressmen, typically the, the, um, the persona of a congressman or senator is a over 65 year old male. Mm -hmm. I mean, that dominates, right? And these are people who don't know how to use an ATM machine. They have mm. people to do that for them. Right. They don't use their Blackberries. They just show, hey, I got a Blackberry, right? But they don't use them. Scanning they, peanut butter right? at the store is magic. And what happened was that we had all these surface devices in the congressmen and congresswomen and senators were just hanging around the bar drinking scotch, but it was their their spouses and their kids that would use the app, nice. which I thought was really interesting. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, really a, a statement on the culture. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, by the way, these people are making our laws in the U.S. Yes, yes, right? yes we know. <laughs> and, and when we beg for more spectrum, yeah. right. meaning more bandwidth in the air, yeah. right? see, my problem with cloud-based computing is you have to have an internet connection to it. Right, and we're running out of space in the air, right? Yeah, so, are. so with these, well, I go to DC. I sit on that that actonline.org. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I sit on that board with you, and we beg these old men to give us more spectrum, please, because this cloud thing isn't going to work yep. unless we have internet connectivity. And they look at us like we're insane, right? Yep. Yeah. Don't you? Don't they have Wi-Fi hotspots? One senator t asked me that. Don't they have Wi-Fi everywhere? <laughs> yeah. No, actually they don't. No, guess no. what? Rocky Mountain National Park, no. Not so bad. No. Nope. no. Yeah. So what kind of tablets was it that you, you did for the DNCC? You don't know? 
No, I do know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm just, there, there was a lot of politics. Around the hardware. And this is Wasn't being recorded. Yeah. And uh, let's just say that the device selection in the OEM, Microsoft OEM hardware vendors, um, it was a little tricky. A little contentious? Yeah. So let's just say they were tablet computers. Nice. Uh, they were touch capable. Were they running eight? <laughs> Yeah, let's just say they were tablet <laughs> computers that were touch capable. All right, you can yeah. uh, you can see the, you know CNN picked it I, up and and I worldwide can keep asking news. you questions you can't yeah. answer. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, like Go that. to the newsreel and look and figure out yourself. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So so who did the iPad development? You, no iPads for the Democrats. No, that's an expensive device. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that narrows that one down. Yeah. All right. Actually, we built, I believe we built the um, iOS version of that app. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? But it didn't see the light of day. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. So your company also does iOS development? Yeah, you got to, right? Yeah, you got to. You have to these days. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, um, and for, for those who've come up in .NET as opposed to pure C, you know, like you would learn in school, mm. it can be challenging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. The, I mean, the guys and gals that, that came up through school in C++ have no problem with Objective-C. Yep. Um, short of the tools aren't that good, right? And the platform really. Well, you know, the thing either. that's cool about it is a lot of C plus plus programmers who got out of college and were like, "Well, what the hell am I going to do with this?" Finally, it's like, "Ooh, there's a market." I know a lot of them that uh, were struggling for jobs in C plus plus, and then all of a sudden iOS, and uh, they were making money hand over fist. I, I have a different look at it. You know, I I, I went to an all boys Catholic school, and you know, many many years ago, and. I was the one bitching in calculus and trigonometry, like, we're never, never going to use this. this. <laughs> right. yeah, exactly. Why are you putting us through this pain? Yeah. Right? And sure enough, every what, 3D app we do at Internology, yeah. you look at the source code, and it's all trig and calculus. Yeah. Physics and I, I talk to these engineers, I'm like, oh, my God, I can't even imagine doing this stuff. And mm. they actually... They get the books out, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you hit me one more time. <laughs> <laughs> Richard keeps nudging Tim's microphone yeah. through his mouth. It's hard. Why don't you give it me like hard. a Madonna thing? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that's a visual I really want to get out of yeah. my head right now. <laughs> if you'll wear the cones too, I'll do it. Okay. Right. The right amount of drinks, right, Jerry? I, I'm really interested in seeing tablets out in the field in these different sort of commercial spaces. I mean, I know you've done the, the stuff around the kiosks and so forth. Are there other commercial apps you're building with using tablets? Yeah, yeah. There's some um, exciting stuff. I, I I think I think that, you know, we always talk about the crack in the door, at least mm. the three of us. Yeah. When we're having a cocktail, we talk about, you know, that Windows phone. There's there's a crack in the door where they have a shot mm-hmm. yep. at adoption, right? There's, they have a shot at competing against uh the Android and and the uh, iPhone, and I think Windows Phone ha- or uh, Windows Eight has that crack mm-hmm. because you can secure the device. Yes. Right, that's right. Right, and it can sit in an enterprise, enterprise like yeah. Richard Family. talked about, yeah. and it can be remotely managed, and all that stuff you can't do with eight hundred dollar toy. Mm-hmm. You can do that. So, um, like, uh, without naming names, like the my buddy, the CIO at the largest. U.S. insurance company mm-hmm. who told me two years ago, hey, Tim, guess what? My marketing department bought 500 iPads. Wow. And you know what I did? 
I threw them all away <laughs> because, and he said, because we, you know, it's insurance. So there's all this compliance, yeah. right. right? Not only can this device not meet the compliance of the industry, it can't even meet our own company compliance in terms of security. And, um, you know, there's a reason Windows is expensive, right? right. And there are right. a number of strengths to the to the the model, the whole whitelist app model. But I could see you in the compliance case, you're going to just fail in the auditing. You you can't audit that device efficiently. You, they don't know who logged in, who logged out, what was installed, what was removed, any of that stuff. It's not trackable. Yeah. So yeah. You're, you're you're dead in the water. So there's a crack in the door. You yeah. know who knows? Windows is so slow to adoption historically, at least for the last decade. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest questions we've heard so far on our what five stops on the road trip has been, what you know this is. We're ta- I show a line of business app, and somebody ultimately says, well, Windows Store, line of business, enterprise apps, how do we control those? And we did get an answer from a Microsoft person who says that functionality is coming. So with the right policies and all of that kind of stuff in the enterprise, you will be able to deploy uh, a Windows Store application just to your enterprise. Yeah, and have the store, what, I forget what they call it. They call it side-loading, but the, yeah. the, the yeah. inside the firewall yep. store thing. Sure. But it's uh, you know it's just one of those questions that burns on people's mind. How is Windows 8 going to fit into the enterprise? And my answer is, you know, it fits in best. It's the best platform for the enterprise, just because it has all those bells and whistles that they need. Yeah, and, and let, let not let's not forget that it's a great um, RDS client too, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> right? Yeah, so yeah, you can right. have your desktop sitting in your office, sure. Run off to a meeting and still get your desktop in pure RDS. Yeah, the whole, that whole virtualization of the desktop concept is is pretty interesting. Except that your desktop isn't touch oriented, and these tablets are, and so right. you end up with this poking with your finger at the screen trying to make stuff work. Yeah. So I have a thought about that because. Um, I've talked to a few of our friends who aren't so happy with Microsoft for doing this. They really actually you think mean for that, Windows 8? Yeah. yeah. For Metro, they really actually right? think that the, the tablet shouldn't have the desktop mode and the desktop shouldn't have the tablet mode. They really think that taking those things away is a smart idea. And I don't think so. Because if you, you know, more and more tablets are going to be convertible. You know, with a with a keyboard that detaches the surface, for example. So when you're in that mode, that's when you use desktop mode. You don't walk around trying to, you know, click on little X's to close boxes with your finger. It's just just because you have that opportunity doesn't mean that's a good idea. Well, you know that the saying, you know, old dogs and new tricks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we've we've been using an OS like this for how long have we been using? Yeah. Fifteen years? Yeah. So it's new and it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. And if you're using Windows 8 on the Windows 8 side, you know, it's until you master it, like I saw you today, um, it could be tricky. So, yeah. um, the Windows I, I key think is your friend. Like anything, <laughs> right, right. The Windows so key is your friend. Unfortunately, it doesn't have a Windows key if it's just if a that's right. tablet. That's yeah. right. Right. I, I think that the apps, a- the apps will drive. You know, software will drive the popularity of the device. Well, and this gets back to that, right. that the whole argument of what we're having here is, is it worthwhile to build these apps? What apps do you need to get built? And, you know, what does that look like? And uh, I wasn't trying to be rude when we started the show, but I got an email mm-hmm. that was actually to you guys. And uh, I, when I say the apps will drive the thing, you know, we've been doing .NET for so long. Yep. And it's mature and we love it and we're, it has like a cult following now. And, right. And then they switched the whole damn thing up on us, and and there's this WinRT thing. But the email was, hey, Tim, 
Tell Richard and Carl we finished the MVVM for WinRT. Oh, nice. Yeah, and you, and they said, tell them they need to interview Kevin. Uh, Kevin Stump from Internology built MVVM for WinRT. So this is your team has actually built a set of tools. Yeah, and my point is um, WinRT is like .NET, it's like Everett. What Mm -hmm. was that? Uh, 2003. Yep, right. Yeah, right. 2003. Good, yeah, good memory. Mm. Um, it was barely implemented. Mm-hmm. You know, ASP.NET, you could memorize every class. Yeah. It was just mm-hmm. not that big a deal. Right. I, WinRT reminds me of that, it's, you know, it's first, early days. There's not a lot of architecture in there. There's not a lot of the, the framework and, and, and tools set in terms of the API that we, we yep. rely on the mm-hmm. .NET. In other words, it's kind of hard to build apps right now. Right. So we need all this stuff from the ecosystem to come up. And one of the big ones for WPF people and Silverlight people is MVVM. Mm-hmm. You know, a pattern to, to separate the, the uh, UI from the actual logic of the app. Mm-hmm. Well, you can do that. So what is your framework? I don't know. Yeah. I just got the email and I was right. trying not to be rude. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds but, like it'll uh, be another tablet show. But another the, uh, tablet the show. The Internology folks will now use that as the the framework to build all WinRT apps. Hmm. Hmm. That's very cool. This portion of the tablet show is brought to you by our good friends at Telerik. Hey, can you ever have too many free tools to complement your development skills? I didn't think so. So our friends at Telerik are giving you now more than 30 free products for application development, automated testing, agile project management, and content management. And we're talking free-free. Not a trial, not a demo, but free, complete products supported by a community of over 440,000 developers at Telerik Forums. From free ASP.NET AJAX, ASP.NET MVC, and Silverlight controls, to the free ORM solution and automated testing framework, to free agile management tools and content management systems, all of these and more are available to you for immediate download at Telerik.com slash free stuff. Most of the free products can be used for commercial purposes and give you access to supplemental support resources, such as documentation and forms. Go to Telerik.com slash free stuff now and take full advantage of the available free of charge products. And don't forget to thank them for supporting the Tablet Show. Tim, let's talk a little bit about gesture, because it seems like not a lot has happened with the Connect team lately. And the big thing for me is Win8 and Connect, because there doesn't seem to be any story there right now. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it, it goes without saying that Metro, if we could still use the Metro look and feel with the yeah, big tiles. Right. I mean, it, it's it's so perfect for gesture. Perfect for gesture. Sure is. But the programming right, model is so the, different. Right. So do we have support for connected desktop mode? We will on October 8th, I'm told. <laughs> yeah. In desktop mode only. Okay. Not on the, on, not on the Win 8 And side. that just has to do with the programming model, but the, the model's so different on the, on the Windows Store mode compared to the desktop. Well, mode. if I were to speculate, I would say, um, the Connect team or the Windows team wouldn't, didn't take a dependency on Connect. Right. And yeah. once that train sails, you know, they don't add features. No, then that yeah. makes sense. I mean, right. we want the product to ship on time. Did I say train sales? You did yeah. say ship train sales. sales. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We're in Colorado. Yeah, we're in Colorado. <laughs> train sales. Like sale this is Boulder. Day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the other question, of course, is how long before we get a Connect 2 or some other kind of Connect? I mean, obviously, the thing's popular. It's a cool device. It could be better. Yeah, like, like I told... Um, the, the audience prior 
to, mm-hmm. the, to this incredibly stimulating inv- interview. <laughs> uh, one might speculate those folks haven't just been sitting around right. for sure. two and a half. It's been like, it's been over two years. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we can assume smaller form factors. We can assume better fidelity, like mm-hmm. the, yeah. the, the sweet spot for Connect. And I painfully know this because we have so many Connect apps in production right now. Um, is about 12, 10 to 12 feet away. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? It's almost you get too far outside away. that range yeah. and it sucks. And people get mad at you mm-hmm. because you're waving at the computer and it doesn't work. You know what I have seen, speaking of hardware and speaking of crazy things you see on the internet, there was some photoshopped version of some Asus laptop that somebody put the Connect, uh, you know, the Connect cameras into. And you should, and that's, you know, it's just out there on the internet. I don't know where I saw it. I think it showed up in a, the story somebody did about gesture pack. And then they plopped one of these things in, you know, inside that story. But of course that wasn't at all part of the story. You, you will see that in mm-hmm. a timely manner. Yeah. OEM connect devices inside the yeah. big 42 inches. You know, the, the Actis company, the Kiosk Interactive mm-hmm. Digital Signage. Mm-hmm. You know, we we went live at the W Hotel in Atlanta today. Mm-hmm. You know, wow. with the big screens and Connect and awesome. all that. What we really wanted, so twelve year olds wouldn't steal the Connect yeah, exactly. sitting on top, <laughs> right? Is in and integrated, yeah. Um, you can also speculate that uh, the cameras we have in our smartphones now mm-hmm. will be. 3D cameras. Right. Like the connected. But yeah, the, the weird just, thing about Just a matter that. of time. Well, there's one problem. There's one yeah. huge engineering problem. Do you know what it is? Well, no. Infrared. I okay. Doesn't work that's outside. not what I was thinking of. Yeah. Well, they I mean, have to create something that'll work outside. This is the problem with connect in general, right? Every time you go to do a connect demo, you have to make sure your lighting's right. Yeah. Right? Fluorescent lights. Fluorescent lights are a problem. Device drivers. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, I was thinking of a more practical problem, which, you know, especially dealing with tablets and phones, you have to put them down to use the Kinect. You can't walk around and use the Kinect. I mean, are we really going to do that? Hold it with one hand and wave at it with the other? uh, No, no. Augmented reality. Right. Okay. You're in a... We should use the, the queen use case again. The queen. Sorry, my wife. Um, <laughs> did I say that recorded? No. She doesn't listen to your show. No, her right? friends <laughs> do. So they would call her. Edit point. Sorry, yeah. Kelly. Uh, but, you, you know, pointing your phone okay. at uh, a product or so it's not about so gesture recognition. It's about recognizing your skeleton and then projecting stuff into the picture of you. Yeah. I, on I, your, putting right a mustache now on the, your face and all that stuff. The Kinect does a good job with the human skeleton. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, there's a, there's a bug where it'll track a chair though. <laughs> and it'll freak it's out. It's got legs. If you put a chair in front of a connect. And arms. Sooner or later it's gonna go, that's a really still human. And it's gonna. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, With four I legs. You, I can tell you horror stories about usability. What we've learned in putting these apps in production. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, one of them was a chair in the EBC, in the, the customer who is Microsoft is complaining at us. The Connect's freaking out, and you're 
you know, the avatar is going ballistic. Right. And, you know, yeah. we don't understand. We can't reproduce it in test. Right. You know, back in Carlsbad, California, yeah. you go on site, there's a freaking chair in front of it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you, know, you pick up the, the chair. Connect is tracking the chair. <laughs> and if you, you've seen, like, the typical Connect apps, they have your skeleton, and it's just a stick figure. You know, Gesture Pack has that. And when it messes up, it does things that are physically impossible. Right. right. Your arms your come out of your head. Is over your head. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So can yeah. you imagine if that, oh, this is another thing we want to talk about, is the, the companies that make the little characters that you could actually animate instead of a stick figure, because I've, obviously they have those on the Xbox, but we talked about this at one time. There are companies out there that do these avatars, but they're really expensive. And um, I keep telling you about the pain we've learned in, in usability and putting Connect apps in production. Um, I'm good at Connect, so a stick figure is fine. In fact, I don't even need an avatar. Yeah. Right. I could use the Connect as a as a mouse cursor. Mm-hmm. Um, Grandma Huckabee can't do that. <laughs> Grandma Huckabee needs to see her avatar. Yep, right. Right. And it needs to be smoothed. We. Uh, we built our own smoothing algorithms to talk about math. Holy mm. cow. Mm-hmm. Arc.tan2 and all that stuff. I can't, <laughs> I can't, even, can't even remember what that stuff is, to tell you the truth. But uh, That's stuff we used to plug into calculators. Right. Nice. Um, but if you have an avatar, we have found the majority of the population prefers to see their avatar. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and see their... You know, because the connect tracks pretty well, and mm-hmm. you you can go, you know, violent movements, and it'll track you. Mm-hmm. But they they prefer to use it when it's smoothed down. But you see that in in a lot of the games for the connect, where it's a cartoon avatar, right. like you're looking at yourself from behind, or in a mirror. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The problem is sometimes engineers do the design on the avatars. That's not good. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm a little overweight. I don't want to see oh, really? my avatar, yeah. you know. <laughs> you, you wouldn't believe the vanity complaints we get about, my avatar is fat. <laughs> Does this avatar make me look fat? <laughs> Seriously. So we have to skinny down the avatar. The Kinect adds 20 pounds. Right. Oh, that's so funny. It does if the engineer thinks that's the right thing to do. And, you know, right. I can't talk about Connect without talking about that great story about the beta testing, uh, the beta test would collect when people were testing the Connect. It was connected to Microsoft via the internet. And so they sent out a memo to all beta testers. Please don't operate the Connect naked. <laughs> we can see you. Yeah. It's a Thank camera, you. you idiots. Thank you very much. <laughs> which, which is another thing we, we're dealing with, privacy. Yeah. You know, because... Um, well, you can gesture at it, you could speak to it, but we could just as easily look at you. Right. And we could track you and we can demo you like that. Meaning, you know, white Caucasian between 40 and 50, yeah. I'm guessing for you, Carl. Um, Canadians are really hard, easy yeah. to demo, right? Cause the way all, their heads move, it ruins everything. They're all beaver yeah. tails. And, you, know. <laughs> you don't like Canadians. I hate Canadians, but I love the country. I just hate the people that live in the country. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> Richard well knows I, I love Canadians. I know where you live. Just like I'll every catch country. up with you. <laughs> you love Canadians like you like lobster, right? 
I don't know what that means. I don't know where you go with that. <laughs> Steamed and peeled yeah, out of a shell? I don't know. <laughs> with the right sauce. It's not right. You know? Bottom <laughs> eating. <laughs> what I found interesting about the Kinect is, is the fact that, that people's basic shape are distinctive enough that you can tell one person from another and you could tell the same person came back. Yeah, yeah. Big brother. Like getting into that So it's effect. funny. Um, you know, I love software, but I find myself studying privacy law these days. Mm. So, like, in the U.S., every state is – actually, it goes down to county level for privacy law. Mm-hmm. You Basically, if you opt in, you can do some stuff. In North America, we can generally say. In Europe, it depends on the country, right? Mm-hmm. In Germany, y- you can't do this. Right. You just can't do this. Mm-hmm. You can't track people. Right. They're, they're t- completely against it. In Asia, they don't care. They want to be tracked. Yeah. No matter what. Mm. Right? Don't care about privacy in any way, shape, or form. When the latest Connect SDK has facial recognition with 80-something points on the face. Well, it has the API. It has the API for it, which is kind of decent, sort of, first version. But really, you can use Azure to pattern match Mm -hmm. quite effectively in 2D. You don't even need the 3D thing. Yeah. You know, send up the picture, match it. You know, come down, boom. That's, Just with that's a picture, and not with the data. You're saying we, we we're talking. I, I assume we can talk about this. It, some of the projects we're talking about um, are security, mm-hmm. right? A, a, a connect by an ATM machine, right? It's just another level of security, mm-hmm. right? Is that is that Tim? We we see that Tim put the, the someone put Tim's card in there. Mm. Is that Tim? Right. And, right. and it makes fact, sense. It's a $250 device. Yeah. Makes total sense. We also get in this idea that if you could track someone's movements, there are movements that are suspicious. Like certain physical behaviors, you start getting aggregates of data like that. You can pick someone, you know, this is one of the things that the security guys get really good at doing personal security is somebody with bad intent in a crowd moves differently than people that don't have bad intent in a crowd. And you learn to watch for that. Funny you bring that up. Yeah. Um, in a more altruistic... Because I have bad intent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On a more altruistic project we have going with um, Cincinnati Children's Hospital, mm-hmm. which is like the leader of children's hospitals, believe it or not, in Cincinnati. Um, there's a doctor there quite famous that has done a career in studying infants' breathing patterns mm-hmm. and can predict complications and sicknesses and stuff Based on the way an infant breathes, hmm. you know, or, hmm. or, or deliberate or coughing. Mm-hmm. And we're actually trying to do a depth app in Connect as opposed to tracking the skeleton. Mm. Doing a depth app at watching the infant breathe and then, you know, mapping it to all his research. Mm-hmm. Like this kid has, yeah. I don't know, emphysema well, or. You're basically or moving that guy's brain into a digital device that can tell anybody, turn it on to the kid, this kid has these issues. Well, the mm-hmm. Kinect is in the hospital right. room watching the kid. Right. Watching the kid breathe throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Right? As well, opposed to a nurse checking on the kid, right. like, holy cow, the, their lungs are red or their right. face is red or they're or breathing rapidly. Or put sensors on them so you have to wait until they stop breathing to know that they're in trouble. Yeah, $250 device. Right. Now, you said the depth, depth mode, and just to be clear, the Connect has these two modes. In the Well, it has three modes. The first is the camera and then depth, which gives you sort of pixel-by-pixel pixel representation of, well, maybe not pixel Like 3D. Depth. But it's 3D, X, Y, Z, but it's based on a very small uh, uh, resolution, very high resolution. The skeleton tracking uses the depth, but it does an algorithm to determine where the joints are, and from that tracks the skeleton. So the skeletal tracking is the highest level of 
data that you get out of the connect. But depth I, is one layer below that. The idea to just watch how far the chest is moving out and what rate it's moving out, that's pretty precise. Yeah. 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 It, it's going to take some math to mm -hmm. pull that off. It'd be hard. Depth, depth mode is difficult to program, too. Have you, any of the projects you've ever worked on harnessed multiple connects together? Yeah. Uh, well, that we, not that we've put in production mm -hmm. yet because Big Brother really is daisy chain connects. Right. Right. If my wife is walking through a Nordstrom's, right, the connect, connect can only see, the current connect device can only see 30 feet max. Mm -hmm. Right. If you daisy chain them together, you could track her through the store. Mm -hmm. you, could, you could track what she's looking at. I think right. more the idea of just creating a booth that you scan from all sides to get a really precise measurement of someone. Well, the holodeck? Yeah, or the yeah. custom fit clothing concept. I mean, there's any number of things. There. Yeah, I, I, I'm torn on that custom fit clothing thing just because, you know, I don't – the women I – that live with me, mm -hmm. that's the – well, the 20-year-old lives here now, but – those two Huckabees would mm -hmm. never do that. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I I don't know who would buy clothes by standing in front of a Connect, but I guess people do. Right. You know the the Mattel folks, mm -hmm. Scott Van Villette, who's a great buddy of mine, CEO of Mattel, did a project for Barbie. Barbie is made by Mattel, right? And the little kid stands in front of the Connect, you know, and the Barbie clothes go on her. Right. right. You know that type of thing. That's that's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. I think that's more applicable than Kelly standing in front in a Nordstrom's in front of a dress. Well, speaking of holodeck, um, Microsoft did something cool today, didn't they? Well, on one of the gossip, the trade rags said yeah. that Microsoft filed for a patent, which what I interpret is is essentially to build the holodeck, mm -hmm. like on Star Trek, visually. A Not complete three D virtual experience mm. in your living room. Hmm. And Connect and Xbox are specifically mentioned. So if you had a racquetball court, let's say, you could project on each wall, you know, like a room with four walls, you could project have a projector on each wall, you could have a connect on each wall and you know, simulate but all sorts be of playing a ghost like virtual image next to you. Like yeah. you know. Picking Angelina Jolie as the avatar you're hmm. playing against. Oh, so you're talking 3D projection. Yes. A holodeck. Yeah. And the only thing it didn't talk... The holodeck is, is physical. Right, The Star right, Trek right. thing that doesn't exist. Yeah. I mean, you could... You, you can imagine the applications for this, but... <laughs> <laughs> Dot com. Remember when I told you that guys think about this thing? Yeah, guys... <laughs> Um, it they were right with you, too. They <laughs> yeah. were right there. It has everything short of that. I mean, having virtual actors be part of the, the wow. game-playing experience hmm. or the hmm. learning experience or the exercise experience. Wow. Yeah. Wow is right. Yeah. And, a cons I, and everything Xbox is consumer priced, right? So. See, when you said it's the holodeck, I'm thinking, all right, it's on four, it's 2D on four walls. But you're actually talking about building 3D images you can walk around. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How about that? Wild. Be something. <laughs> That'd be something. So what are you doing next? What What's uh, next for you? Speaking. Professionally? <laughs> I know you're fishing, but... Uh, <laughs> Tomorrow yeah. I'm going into Rocky Mountain National Park. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Actus companies is starting to get pretty crazy. The the one that builds the interactive digital content, you know, Azure-based, all Connect-driven, all that stuff. Mm. That that's kind of exploding, and it's such a in concept. It's such a simple thing. Mm -hmm. Digital signage. That's all right. it is. Yeah. 
But, you know, we're differentiated by connect, of course, voice and gesture controlled. But we also, um, some of our digital content or any of our digital content can be another application. Mm-hmm. And uh, dynamically content managed. So, for instance, if the W in Atlanta wants Angry Birds today, they have it. If they want, give me another game. Yeah, sure. If they want another game tomorrow. Fruit Ninja. Yeah, it's just swap right in. Right. Hmm. And the demo I was hoping to do today was, you know, your gesture pack through the yeah. kiosk, oh, cool. which I set up in content management. Yeah, it was we so had a, perfect. And we had so the the reason for the laugh at the beginning of the show and the subsequent bird flipped in my direction was because <laughs> uh, my connect that I brought Tim didn't work. So or my drivers to drive a connect didn't something work. something yeah. didn't work something broke. That's not the first time. That's happened there too. And on that note, and on that note, that's a show. Tim Huckabee, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> We'll see you next time on the Tablet Show! Yeah.